0: Greetings, fellow music travelers on the road to rock and roll enlightenment. This is the I'm in Love With That Song podcast. Thanks for joining me for a few minutes on my journey as we explore a different song each episode. This time out, it's Aerosmith with Seasons of Wither. I'm Brad Page, and on this podcast, I pick a favorite song and we delve into it together, looking at all the different elements that come together to make it a great song. No musical skill or knowledge is required. All we need to do is listen. So, let's listen to the bad boys from Boston Aerosmith and Seasons of Wither. Seasons of Wither is featured on the album Get Your Wings. It was their second album. It's the second-to-last track on that record. It was written by Steven Tyler and features Tyler on lead vocals, Joe Perry and Brad Whitford on guitars, Tom Hamilton on bass, and Joey Kramer on drums, the same lineup as Aerosmith today. The album was recorded between December 1973 and January 74, and was produced by Jack Douglas. It was his first production work for Aerosmith, but Douglas would go on to produce all of Aerosmith's classic 70s albums. This was only their second album, but by this point, they were already establishing their own sound, moving beyond the simpler blues-based material of their first album. This track showed that they could create a moody atmosphere. They could be emotional without being sentimental. The song begins with some atmospheric environmental sounds. Actually, if you listen to the song in its original context on the album, the song slowly segues from the crowd noise at the end of Train Kept a Rolling into the misty bleakness of Seasons of Wither. So let's listen to it that way. <laughs> Train Kept a Rolling was not recorded live, by the way. It's a studio track with crowd noise dubbed in. It's a really stark transition from the adrenaline rush of Train Kept A-Rolling to this haunting landscape of Seasons of weather. Enter the acoustic guitar. I think that's two guitars, one on the left, one on the right. Now, the acoustic guitar is going to slowly morph into an electric guitar. It's a nice touch. And it keeps building. There's a Steven Tyler scream there that swells up out of the darkness, saturated in reverb. Almost sounds like it's recorded backwards, but it's not. It's just a trick done by fading in the vocal. They use that swelling up vocal technique throughout the song. This is the verse, and while the guitar's picking pattern is the same as the introduction, the chord changes are different. Notice how the drums aren't playing any cymbals here. sound and expression of Steven Tyler's voice on that line love for the devil unlike their first album by now Steven Tyler had found his voice that vocal swell again, this time on the background vocals. Let's listen to that again. Now, here's the chorus, and listen to how the mood shifts as the chords change. It's a very different vibe than the verse. And when he sings, "'Woe is me,' It is the perfect expression for the mood of those chords. I'm telling you the truth when I say it gives me goosebumps every time I hear this part. Ooh, me.
1: I feel so you.
0: Listen for the touch of slapback echo on his vocals. The way his breath pushes there at the end of the word, me, I don't know, there's something emotional, really expressive about that. Now the mood changes again, and the chords start to climb up the scale. It builds in intensity with each step
1: up. Yeah, you in town. up mind. Live the
0: but notice how the bass stays on one note. It doesn't climb with the guitar chords. You in town. Alright, we're going to play that part again and listen for a couple of other things. The arpeggiated guitar is tilted in favor of one channel, while the guitar playing power chords is leaning a little towards the other channel. There's a hint of slapback echo on the drums, most notable when he plays that drum fill. And when Steven Tyler hits the word sales, his lead vocal splits into stereo it's a great effect it's like throwing open the windows into a dark room You're in town. It's a nice little guitar fill, as the hound dogs bay at the moon.
1: Say, to soon
0: the Once again, there's that background vocal swell, only on the word soon.
1: soon the far, far away.
0: There's a real weariness in his voice when he sings far, far away. Far, far away Heed my candor Show me the way
1: Sears for thousands
0: Another background vocal swell. Oh. This time on the chorus there are background vocals holding these long sustaining notes. And they start to climb again. There's a new guitar part here, played by Joe Perry on a 12 string electric guitar. It's blended well in the mix, but if you listen closely, it'll pop out at you. And this final little lead guitar part is played by Brad Whitford. Ah, you gotta love that dramatic guitar feedback. Are those the dogs howling at the moon in the background? Seasons of Wither by Aerosmith. Supposedly, Steven Tyler was inspired to write this song by the long, cold winters of New England. Growing up as a teenager in Massachusetts in the 70s, about an hour outside of Boston, Aerosmith was everywhere. Walk This Way was the first 7-inch single I ever bought. In fact, it was one of the only 45s I ever owned, until I tried to clean it with some cheap record cleaner, and it destroyed the record. So much for that. I've always been more of a full-length album guy anyway. Toys in the Attic was an early addition to my record collection, soon to be joined by the rest of the Aerosmith discography. I still love to listen to those records today, and I hope you love listening to this podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Use Overcast or Stitcher or any podcast player of your choice. That way, you'll never miss an episode. And please, leave some feedback or a review on iTunes or Facebook. Just search for the I'm In Love With That Song podcast and share your thoughts. Until next time, I'll leave you Among the Wind and the Trees and the Seasons of Wither by Aerosmith.